flower wall um, being done before uh, in that location and yeah for me it was oh, I just wanted I really wanted this flower wall around the arches um, it was just part of my vision and for it to be really soft and yeah like white tones and really crisp to go back with the monastery I wanted something super romantic so I requested the harp and violinist and it was just beautiful. The You and Me podcast is brought to you by The Bridal Journey and Wonderlust Creative. This episode spotlights a gorgeous real bride and the process she undertook to plan her dream wedding. I'm Laura from Wonderlust Creative, a bespoke wedding and event planning company that specialises in creating unique and personal events. And I'm Andy, the owner of the Bridal Journey Instagram and the owner of the Bridal Journey Shop. Today on the show, we have the ever-gorgeous Eva Jackson, whose Amalfi Coast nuptials were recently featured in Harper's Bazaar. Here's Eva, let's dive right in. Hello, beautiful Eva, and welcome to the You and Me podcast. How are you today? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, we're very excited to get you on the episode. Um, I know that your wedding photos in the Amalfi Coast have been very, very popular on the bridal journey. So I think a lot of um, our listeners today are going to be extremely interested to hear um, all about your wedding. So thank you for joining us. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to share the day with everyone. Good, yeah. It's one that you kind of, it happens and it passes and then it's just going to be such um, a joy to relive it with you, I think. So Eva, tell us a little bit about yourself. So uh, I've been working in the fashion industry um, and interiors now for about 10 years um, as a stylist and creative director. Uh, I love fashion, um, styling and every angle of it, um, whether it be events or clothing, uh, which is exactly why I enjoyed bringing our wedding day to life so much. It was just so satisfying to see it all come together and I was super fussy with everything, but it was, yeah, I was super happy in the end to see it um, all come together and I was sort of styling every little aspect of it. Uh, yeah, so it was like a big project for me. And being in the styling industry as well, you put a little bit of potentially unnecessary pressure, but pressure there to be able to make sure that the vision that you want actually eventuates as well you know being in your job you've got people looking and uh well it turned out perfectly and you did an amazing job thank you and so you and your husband now nathan how did you guys meet so we are high school sweethearts um so we met in 2006 uh in our final year at school and yeah we've been together ever since so he proposed uh, about nine nine years in um we sort of like bought a house first and did that and then because we'd been together for so long that's why we really wanted to do the the overseas wedding because for us it was sort of like we had been through so much together already and we just really wanted to do something different and take all our nearest and dearest away with us uh yeah so yes 
Yeah, so we'd been quite a few times before. Uh, my background is um, part Italian. So, yeah, so I it was definitely a special place for me. Uh, but we just kept falling in love with it more and more every day, um, every time we went. So for us, like we knew that was a place where we wanted to have it um, and we could just imagine we wanted to mainly we wanted to bring all our family and friends there to experience what we were experiencing and there were a lot of people that hadn't traveled um, to Italy before even to Europe so it was a way to sort of get everyone together and experience it together mainly yeah and like what a journey too to get to Malfi Coast for those people that haven't been there oh it was yeah car rides and a couple of hours in the car from the airport yeah yeah it was I, I remember like going to um, Positano and sitting in the car and they were doing about 130 down the freeway and it <laughs> like, where am I like everyone's driving so fast <laughs> yeah it's definitely an experience and then you're going around all the windy roads um but it's definitely worth it once you get to your location oh lovely so um having like a wedding overseas like how did you kind of tackle that initial like planning stage like did you like engage with the planner over there or how did that kind of work like having a destination wedding yes so I had a clear vision of um, how I wanted sort of the days to roll out. Uh, I knew I wanted a day, I wanted a two-day wedding. So I wanted a wedding day and an after party. Um, And I I sort of knew exactly what I wanted. However, I definitely needed the assistance in bringing it all together. So it was more, so I engaged with um, the Amalfi experience and I just needed, I needed help with all the admin side and especially the language barrier um, so that they could liaise with um, all the Italian, um, yeah, all the, just to help coordinate it so they could, uh bring it all together and make sure everything was coming on time. And I sort of mentioned to them what um, what I wanted and they'd come back to me with options. Uh, yeah, so it definitely helped on the research side of things. That's weird because it's sometimes it's hard enough to research in your own backyard sometimes, let alone, you know, putting thousands of kilometres in between you and your actual space and a language barrier yeah. and it's yeah. like, definitely enlisting the help of somebody on the ground there is would have been super important for you guys exactly yeah they were really yeah it was really that for me it was sort of yeah I wanted to take away that stress on the day in yeah having to sort of be calling um you know all the the Italian suppliers on the day making sure things were coming on time and even just the lead up (laughs) they yeah halfway across the run around the world for do you oh no. no not at all and so you mentioned before you and Nathan were your high school sweetheart you'd been together for about nine years so the Amalfi Coast is obviously really special to you guys but how did he propose over there how did how did all that go down so um my nonna no, no, so my um Italian grandparents they have been living on a vineyard for 45 years um so they've got a a grape um, vineyard in country Victoria 
And we have been going there um, as much as we can during the year and always going there for a week um, over Christmas and New Year's just to, with all the family um, on my side, just to sit down and relax and, yeah, enjoy company and the scenery. And he actually, yeah, proposed down one of the vines um, on my grandparents' property. So it was my favourite place in the whole world and it just held so many special moments there. Um, yeah, I never expected that. You'd, you saw it. I sort of thought he'd do it like overseas or something and he just knew, he just knew me so well uh, to do it there and it was just really a dream come true. And that's we then decided to hold our engagement party on my grandparents' vineyard. So then that happened about a year later um, and then we decided, we sort of told all our guests, we had a big engagement party there and we said uh, we've decided to have our wedding overseas. So because our engagement party was so big and we got everyone there, um, yeah, we felt the wedding, we just popped it out there to everyone that and gave them about a year and a bit's notice and said, um, yeah, we'd love for you guys everyone to join us whoever can make it if it works um yeah in Italy and with like your initial kind of sending out of the invitations and the guest list did you I know that you had 50 people um at your wedding but did you invite more than that or did everyone come that you kind of invited I know a lot of people kind of have these destination weddings so they can call a few family members <laughs> but, like how did that kind of work Pretty much. Uh, I mean, there's always people that you know their situations and they're not going to be able to make it. Um, that's why we were so, so wrapped with our engagement party and how we got everyone like possible that we really wanted there. Um, and then there was with the, we did realise that there is going to be some people that won't be able to make it. Um, but with the 50 people, we did get our nearest and dearest there, um, which was just absolutely perfect. We could just really enjoy that time with them and give them a real experience, which is exactly what we wanted. We sort of wanted to really spoil the people that could um, could make it over there mm. and just make it, yeah, the, po- the best possible experience that we can give them. Lovely. And then um, when working with um, the Amalfi experience, so your wedding planner, and you were kind of on the styling side because that's your job, but how did kind of that process work in terms of, you know, did they manage your budget and, um, you know, did you kind of go back and forth with lots of emails and send them like photos of things that you liked? Like how did that kind of pan out? Yeah, so it was many, many mood boards. Um, for me, I'm probably the worst bride that you'd want to work with because I'm just was super fussy about it. Um, but yeah, I just sent many mood boards for pretty much everything. Um, they, lots and lots of emails. Uh, they had a budget going for us. Um, so we knew the cost of everything that, yeah, we were deciding on. Those costs were popped in there straight away. Um, so we could sort of watch that move up and down. Uh, and, yeah, I, I would send them mood boards and they'd come back with suitable um, vendors to to help, yeah, bring my vision to life and then I would decide 
on the vendor accordingly. There was a few um, few places I found, a few contacts that I found through Instagram and things like that. Um, but otherwise, yeah, they were a big help in sort of filling all the gaps for, yeah, for tying everything in and, yeah, bringing it to life essentially. And so you mentioned that they kept uh, um track of your budget did you go into your planning process with a particular amount that you wanted to cap yourselves at or did you kind of have it as pretty fluid I mean look you're only doing it once and you're doing it in you know one of the most magical places in the world so were you more open to what vendors were resonating with you the most and going with them or were you quite conscious of of the disparity between the costs I sort of, yeah, we we stuck to our budget. Um, our budget ran across the two days. So uh, it was for the wedding day and the yacht day. Uh, for me, I really, I chose what I wanted um, sort of over the budget and then worked the budget in. So like if I was desperate for a certain like florist, um if that was what I wanted and they may have been a little bit more expensive, I would just, yeah, sort of redo my budget just so that I was getting exactly what I wanted. I sort of didn't, yeah, compromise on what I wanted but just shuffled shuffled the budget around or popped less into some areas, yeah, so then I couldn't get the flowers that I wanted. What were the kind of things like your necessities? Like obviously it was flowers but you know, what else weren't you kind of budging on like that you really wanted? Really wanted. So, um, well, it started with. Uh, it always starts with yeah. <laughs> flowers. <and> then, <laughs> Well, first of all, it was the venues. So we sort of weren't budging on the venues. Uh, we knew exactly where we wanted to have it. Um, we decided on the ceremony at Hotel Convento. And then we wanted to take the guests through. Um, for a second experience at Belmond Hotel Caruso. Uh, and then it was the yacht the following day. So that was sort of the, we wanted, that had to work in our budget essentially because it was the dream. Uh, then after that came the vendors. I knew I wanted a flower wall um, and certain amount of flowers. I wanted the food enough beautiful food um and then yeah you saw we sort of compromised on on this probably like transport like saving a bit here and there um instead of picking up guests at the start we had them meet at the ceremony and then we transported them through the rest of the um process uh yeah I would say I would say that, that they're the main yeah the main two that was really important to us it was like the flowers the food and then it was also just making sure we had the venues that we wanted okay and so you utilized all suppliers from over there did you bring anyone with you or from anywhere else or were all your suppliers local uh so all our suppliers were local um except uh i used I found a makeup artist in France, um, Kelly McLean. I had her um, flown over from France. Uh, I was just, I didn't find a makeup artist that 
really, yeah, sort of tick the box of what I was after. Um, so for me, it was just really important to to get, um, yeah, exactly sort of who I wanted. So I just felt like relaxed and happy on the day. And then the remaining were um, were all local. I'm actually looking at a photo right now from um, your ceremony at Hotel Convento. And it seems like you've kind of gone for like those crisp whites and light tones, with white flowers. Like it looks amazing. And then you had a heart player. Yes, yes. So um, I'd never seen a flower wall um, being done before uh, in that location. And yeah, for me, it was, oh, I just wanted, I really wanted this flower wall around the arches. Um, it was just part of my vision. And for it to be really soft and yeah, like white tones and really crisp to go back with the monastery. Uh, and I wanted something super romantic. Yes, yeah, so the violin and harp player um was just the icing on top um for that venue it, you did, all you heard was the echoing of the strings through the monastery um yeah it was just an absolute dream lovely look absolutely beautiful and then your dress like was this beautiful faded m uh is it mxm couture yes yeah, yeah. How did you go about kind of finding the perfect dress? Like it was absolutely beautiful. It had like this low back and it was beaded and quite figure hugging. It was absolutely beautiful. I know it's been like a really popular, I put up that photo of you sitting down with like the low back and the beading um, at your um, reception and it's been received really well. Like I think people are absolutely loving it. So we'd love to hear a little bit more about how you went about picking the dress and what that kind of looked like. Yeah, so of course it ended up being a mad rush. Um, I was super fussy. Um, I knew what I wanted. Um, I saw quite a few designers um, all over Australia, really. I flew to Sydney, um, saw ones in Melbourne, and I had mood boards for what I wanted. And no one um, sort of understood what I wanted until... I met um, MXM Couture and, yeah, they just straight away presented um, fabrics to me that was exactly what I was after and they really understood um, the art of, like, creating a custom gown to your body. It was, it was like, moulded to me like a glove. I, yeah, it just – it was so beautiful. Um and the bead, it was all pieced together with um, beading and, it, yeah, the lines and work that were put into just creating the shape around my body. Um, like, yeah, the, that side photo um, you've shared on Instagram, that was panelling was like arched around my body to, to give it that beautiful shape. Yeah, it was just so beautiful on the eye, like the piece itself. It was an absolute dream. I was sort of, I was really inspired by arches and that really white, sort of like church arches um, really inspired me. And that's why I loved Hotel Convento so much as well. So I saw my dress fitting into that location. Um, yeah, so I was super inspired by architecture with that dress. So you had a bit of like a, you know, 
designing process you kind of work with them to say like I want arches in the beading like this is yep yep definitely so I had a mood board and it was filled with um like church arches architecture um I want I knew I wanted beading uh so it was actually a beaded lace um on a nude on my skin color lining so the beads just absolutely popped yeah so beautifully and yeah they just completely understood me and I didn't find them until about four months before the wedding so (laughs) I know so of course my mum my mum was like hating on me because I had gone all over Australia trying to find a designer that would um that would yeah that understood what I wanted and yeah so it ended up being a really rush order and I did two visits um, to Brisbane and the second was um, taking it, yeah, it was literally the final fitting um, then they expressed posted it to me. So it was a real rush order. I ended up getting it in at the end of May and I left in June. I, I think that's kind of like a good thing sometimes because I'm yeah, getting married next year and I'm a bit, oh, do I look for the dress now? But my, you know, my style always changes and I'll probably hate what I'm going to pick if I pick something now in, you know, a year and a half. And yeah, it went about it the right way, although it's stressful. Yeah, and different um, different things inspire you along the way. Um, yeah, like whether you find your venue, then you imagine yourself in something else. Um, yeah, and the more you research through, the more you figure out what you're after and yeah, you do. You need to absolutely love your dress so much. You know, for a long time, aren't you? You know, like it's a long day that you've got to wear that that piece of clothing for. Did you have two dresses or just the one? Um, I just I had the one dress purely because it was just such a standout piece. Um, yeah, it was just so beautiful in real life. It was so the tail was so long. Um, I had a veil, like a super long veil with a lace trim. Um, that was sort of, that was the whole ceremony look. Um, so then when that came off, yeah, it felt a little different anyway. Um, but, yeah, it was just, it, and at night it photographed so well as well because of the reflection of the beads and it had a, t- a touch of sparkle in it. So it was just the perfect day-to-night dress. And do you know what? It's one of those things when you when you get really deep into a custom um, creation with a designer, whether it be art um, or you know a, a dressmaker, is that it's a, a huge labor of love. So even if you'd worked on it for six to twelve months or three months, regardless of the time frame, you put so much heart and soul into it. It's it's you know you want to wear it for as long as you can because you feel so incredible in it. Oh so, yeah, especially if the girls made the process, you know, as as easy as they could make it in the time frame that you had. Oh, absolutely, yeah, that's exactly right. You just, yeah, you, you don't want to take it off. It, it's so special. Oh, how beautiful! And so, tell us a little bit about the wedding day. So we've heard, um, you know, you've told us a little bit about the ceremony. I think it's just such a you know, such a beautiful space and all the details that you added in 
that you've spoken about are just so personal. So transition us from your ceremony to your reception. How did it all flow? It was obviously a separate space. Yes. So um, so Convento was down um, in Amalfi um, town and our guests actually had no idea where they were going um, after that. So um, on the invites, we just said that you had to meet at um, Hotel Convento. Uh, so it was a complete surprise for them. So that was so exciting. So after the ceremony, we had a Prosecco toast at the ceremony. Um, and then from then they were uh, taken downstairs to our transportation into cars and taken, yeah, taken on a ride. They didn't know where they were off to. So we actually took them all the way up to Ravello. And the good thing about that was that it's sort of, it is the most, well, it's the highest point along that Amalfi Coast and the views from there is just breathtaking. Um, so for everyone that sort of ends up doing Positano, Capri and sort of all those surrounding little towns, not everyone gets up to Ravello um, because sort of it's, yeah, the peak of Amalfi Coast and all that's up there is Ravello. So it's this beautiful little town, but the views are so amazing so we wanted to give our guests the experience um yeah of going up there so we took them up to Belmont Belmont Hotel and they were welcomed with a cocktail and then taken down through an archway um which led you down steps and into the garden that overlooks the entire Melfi Coast um pretty much. Uh, It's just absolutely breathtaking. Uh, We had a really long table set up um, and the first stage in the garden was the, we had cheese tables um, and we had a acoustic guitarist um, playing. So setting the scene there and it's all you needed. You just needed some acoustic music, some good cheese, um, wine and you could just take it, take in the um, atmosphere. Yeah, so then from that point, um, you know, the sun was going down and everyone was seated along the table, the long table, and that's where we had our speeches. Um, we were served, uh, yeah, we served the first meal. We had antipasto, then we had a um, beautiful spaghetti and followed by meat and then dessert was up at the next level. Um, but we completed all our speeches there and watched the sun set and saw the sun go down. And as soon as, yeah, it was just at dusk and that's when our guests still didn't know what was to come, but we actually moved them all up to the infinity pool and that's where we had the uh, after party. So we had a DJ up there and it was just the third stage to the wedding and it was another experience and we had the cake up there and the first dance and uh, we had um, spritzes and wine and it was, it was, and a photo booth and it was just the party part of the wedding and it was overlooking the lit up mountains. Um, You could see all the lights of the, town it was it was just beautiful oh it was a dream (laughs) and then tell us about the next day so on the yacht yeah so 
once that wound up, um, we had, yeah, cars take you back down to Amalfi and um, most guests were staying in Amalfi for the night because that's where our yacht left the next day. So we had, um, the following day, we had a yacht uh, leave at 12 o'clock. So we did, yeah, it was 12 till 5. Uh, and, yeah, it pulled up at 12 and we had a DJ on board. Uh, we had passes and pizzas and drinks. Um, and everyone oh that that day was just as good as a wedding day it was just the perfect day to unwind and to take it all in sit back and relax we had um all our guests wore white so it was just um it was just a really refreshing sort of relaxing beautiful day we just cruised along the whole Amalfi coast yeah taking in all the towns the scenery we stopped and had swims where we all jumped off and, yeah, it was. Sounds like a dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it just as good as a wedding day or, like, because you felt more relaxed or were they equally just as good? Um, it was absolutely equally just as good. It was just, the it was, it was so nice. It's the whole experience from, from the wedding day to the yacht. It was really just the final relaxing stage and it was, it was just so worth it. And when your guests are coming all the way to Europe as well, it was just good to be able to spend that extra time with them and to really give them the final experience to the trip. And, you know, some some people had tighter timelines, so they were off to the next place. You, you know what it's like with Europe. You, you want to try and fit in so many places once you get there. So after the wedding, so we, that's why it was important for us to have a second day to – spend that time with everyone and make sure that we got around to to chatting to everyone and really yeah creating memories with everybody that made the massive effort to come sounds incredible Eva there just seems to be so many parts of the whole planning process that you had undertaken with the Amalfi experience that you know it, it seems like there could not have been, you know, a better couple of days for you and your guests. And when you come across from, you know, the other side of the world, it's just so imperative that it all runs as smoothly as can be. I mean, look, no days are ever without a tiny little hiccup, but, you know, that sounds like it is, it came off without a hitch. Was there anything in there that you had to stop and pivot the way you were thinking did anything happen or was it all kind of smooth sailing for you guys um no pun intended smooth sailing oh, yeah <laughs> not really you know for us we were just so so grateful just for the whole experience just being able to share it with our family overseas the number one for us was no matter what we ended up doing in the end it was the fact that we were that we got to bring our nearest and dearest and be overseas together um, so that was for us just the most amazing, biggest gift in the world. Uh, with everything else, it, we were just, we we're sort of just gobsmacked along the way. Everything just was beautiful and it was a nice surprise. There wasn't really, there wasn't any um, specific hiccups at all. Um, on the on the yacht day, a few of our guests um, 
they thought it was leading from Positano instead of Amalfi. So they made their way there. But we just, and it was, it actually just added to the day because we ended up just picking them up from Positano. They had to, they caught a little speedboat out to us and jumped on the yacht. So that was just a little memory to add to it. And yeah, it ended up being like funny. It just added to the day. So yeah. Well, we might finish off with your little black book. So we know that you got your dress from MXM Couture, but where did you get your bridesmaid dresses from? So I actually used a, um, just a custom um, local dressmaker. Uh, I had my sisters, my cousins, my best friend, um, all different ages, um, ages and heights and sizes. So I really wanted to pretty much find the fabric that I wanted for the bridesmaids and make it to fit them so that they felt amazing in, in their piece. So they pretty much um, helped choose their neckline and shape and, yeah, so I found it like, perfect to just work with a um, local dressmaker. She was, she was wonderful. And your wedding shoots? Um, so I had a pair of, um, Akuzura, the Italian designers, um, sandals, and they were little lace up around the ankle. They weren't too high and they were just so comfortable and yeah. Flat shoes. Yeah. They were a little heel, but they weren't, um, they weren't super high and it was perfect because my dress was, it was actually pretty heavy, um, the beading. You really didn't see my shoes at all. So I just wanted sort of to feel super comfortable. That's yeah. a great idea because I'm six foot and my partner's about six foot. So I thought if I wear heels on our wedding day, I'm going to be towering over him like a giant. So good tip for that one. <laughs> that, that, that's um, true. So if you've got like a long dress and it doesn't, it doesn't matter, just be comfortable and yeah, they don't need to be too high. Um, groom suit. Um, so they had, um, Hugo Boss and, um, Aquila was the place that did a beautiful, um, pastel, um, pale blue. So yeah, we went with, um, with those two designers, um, cause I was really, really wanted the, um, the boys to have the pale blue suit to go with the scenery. Yeah. And your hair? My hair was Piero Mancy from um, the Melfi Coast. Um, so he did all our hair. Um, it was about 12 of us that needed hair done. So it was, yeah, he was amazing. Great. Did you have kind of like a trial with him beforehand or? Yeah, so I did a trial a few days before. Um, I just really wanted something low-key, effortless, natural, Um with my hair and makeup, I just I didn't want it to take away from the dress. I didn't want to be overdone. Uh, I wore very little jewelry and um, sort of yeah, really natural sort of hair and makeup just to keep it yeah from taking away from the dress. And then your makeup, you flew um, Callie McLean, is it from France? Yes, yeah, I flew um, her in. She did does a lot of editorial work um over in Europe and yeah I loved her work and for me I just really wanted to to be really happy with the makeup artist and she was she was so good um 
she yeah she she did beautiful work on all of us and it was a real natural sort of flawless flawless look great and your did you wear any jewelry on the day so jewelry no I didn't because I wanted to keep it super simple I didn't want to um have take away from my neckline or my dress I just had my um my wedding bands essentially and I had a ring from my nonna yeah that I wore on the day so I just kept it super simple and sentimental lovely and your flowers so the beautiful um backdrop and your ceremony over the archway yeah so the flowers were um Amando Melafonte um he does the most beautiful work in um Amalfi Coast and yeah like I said I sent him um a mood board of the flowers and sort of sketched out where in the archway I wanted it and he came in on the day and just yeah did exactly what I was after it was it was super beautiful I'd super really recommend him great and your cake cake so Belmond um Hotel Caruso did the cake um and it was a three-tier um cake with a mix of sort of a beaded look um and some florals it was yeah it was perfect great and so your ceremony we know that was at the hotel convento reception was Belmond Hotel um and then the catering the Belmond Hotel did the catering as well Yep, they did the catering too. Um, the most beautiful food oh, I've ever tasted. So they did not disappoint at all. It was just, it was stunning. Yeah. And so your event coordinator was the Amalfi Experience. Um, who did you get to do your invitations? So with the invitations, I used the little press. Um, they were exactly what I was after. Um, they do embossing and like the vibe of the monastery and my dress that sort of very um white sort of architecture inspired design and arches and beadings and the invitations that um I worked with little press on was literally looked like they went hand in hand with my wedding dress so it was just perfect it was a dream yeah Lovely. And your photographer? Photographer, we used um white fashion photographer. Um, he's known throughout Europe. Um, I really wanted to use a photographer that was sort of gave an editorial look at the same time as creating, um, capturing the wedding. Um, yeah, so he he did such a good job on creating all um all the elements of that I was after and I, yeah his work is amazing he's been featured in a lot of editorials now for his work yeah lovely and your videographer uh, yeah so our videographer was to become one um they're in Italy uh, they do a lot of weddings throughout Italy and oh they it was amazing um the videos they put together they we had them on our wedding day and on the yacht day so it was a combined video and they got up at 5am to capture sunrises and it was just amazing what they did. Fantastic. So, and your entertainment? So entertainment, we had um, Musica Evento. Uh, that's 
that was where we found our acoustic guitarist, uh, the harp player, the violinist. Um, yeah, they were wonderful. That was su- such, they gave the whole Italian experience and brought it all to life. And just finishing off with what word of advice do you have for future brides? Future brides? Um, it would probably be um, never have any reg- regrets at all um, if you both follow your heart. So whatever you have in mind, just go with it. Um, don't doubt it. Um, it's your day. It's all that matters. I mean, it's if it's exactly what you both imagined. Um, we had a vision and a dream, and we just we absolutely just stuck to it. Um, and that was having our wedding in Italy. And yeah, you, yeah, like you said, you might not get absolutely everyone, but we would have absolutely regretted it if we didn't go with it. Because yeah, and we just followed what we wanted. We stuck to it, and it just absolutely exceeded everything that we had ever hoped for and more just by doing exactly what we wanted and you only do it once and it's yeah so it just needs to be exactly what what you want and so so many times you can get caught into um the obligatory choices in planning your wedding and doing certain things for certain people because you feel you have to yep yep exactly and and that's a hard thing you do get you can easily get caught up with the overseas wedding because, yeah, a lot of people have to make their mind up on whether they want to go or whether they can um, do it. But, yeah, for us, we just we just stuck to it and it was just the best thing ever. And whoever does make it across there for your day, they're going to be, you know, 100% in and enjoying it all so much. So you just got everyone yeah enjoying themselves and everyone wanted to be there so one big celebration it was it was Eva, thank you so much for joining us it's been fantastic oh so nice thank you thanks so much for listening to this episode of the you and me podcast If you're after any of the suppliers mentioned in today's episode, you can head on over to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast and jump into our episode release where we've tagged all these incredible suppliers featured in this interview. If you're a bride or groom and would like to chat to us about having a wedding featured on the You and Me podcast, you can send us a submission DM to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast titled Real Couple Submission or message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the you and me podcast leaving reviews rating the episodes sharing the love with all your loves and subscribing to our podcast really helps us to continue producing the amazing content designed just for you so don't be shy you can also follow our ordinary lives with andy over at the bridal journey and laura at wonderlust creative thanks for joining